Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users out there. Welcome to another episode of Echo Station Podcast, where I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Chris. Hello. And we can hear you, because we've been having audio issues. We're yeah, very happy. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a night. It's been yeah. A night. Uh, this is another episode of Padme's Closet, and it's a very special one, because not only are we talking about three different outfits tonight, but we have a very special guest star, one Miss Luna Flair. Hello, thank you so much for having me on here for this episode. I'm very, very excited. I find it very funny that we've only had you on the show for Padme episodes. And it's true. You know, I she is a controversial opinion, probably not, but she is the fashion plate of Star Wars. And a lot of her story is told through fashion, and that's what I've always really appreciated about her. Yeah, and I right, and I have like a deep unabiding love for her and so whenever you want to have me on to discuss Padme stuff I will gladly be on here to discuss Padme Hooray. stuff. Thank you. I think, it's funny I was thinking about it we only have guests when we talk about female characters. Is that the truth? Is that mm-hmm. true? Huh. Because we, we had Lydia on to talk about Carrie Fisher. and Right. And we've also had her on for Padme episodes and we've had uh, Luna on for the pa- oh well okay yep, yep. there you go and yep. that's it <laughs> I think well. there are so many things to talk about with the female characters especially like when you think about uh, people in the fandom who feel underserved because they don't have a lot of female characters and so anything that you can glean or anything that you can talk about about these characters is just like you want to talk about it for so so long so it's fun oh, to talk for sure. about yeah all right so the Padme outfits we're talking about tonight, we have the lake dress where she famously kisses Anakin and we find out he doesn't like sand. Ugh, we have so the Ugh, meadow so dress. <gasps> and then we have the official titling. It's called the fireside dress. But mm-hmm. Chris, what do you call it? It's the bondage dress. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a BDSM dress. There's yeah. no other there's no other descriptor for it, really. No, I, the, Minus I, the whip, yeah. Everybody I knew in the fandom has always called it the bondage dress and then all of a sudden like looking into it i noticed a lot of people on the internet were calling it the fireside dress and then rebel legion called it the fireside dress and i was like what Ugh. don't sanitize it come yeah, on don't sanitize it. we all know what it we all know what, we it, all was. Know what it is yeah, yeah. We, we know all know what this is we know <laughs> yeah so we're talking about those three outfits uh but first a little star wars news uh star wars squadrons has dropped uh, 
and I have played it, and it is very, very fun. <laughs> so Andrea's. Um, for uh, people like me who may not know exactly, so what is what what is the game like? What's the gameplay like? What what do you do in the game? So it's very much a spiritual successor to Rogue Squadron, which mm-hmm. Chris and I love that game. Did you ever play that? Uh, I never played. I never played Rogue Squadron. I am not a. I'm not an avid gamer. Um, yeah, I like looking at the art. And well, so it's I, like it's yeah. basically just it's like it's a joystick game. Okay. Yeah. Ideally, it's a joystick game, and um, you you would play as like the iconic ships uh, from Star Wars. How fun! But yeah, it was very a, fun. That that's this is really like a multiplayer fun. version. So it okay. there really is excited. a single player campaign. I will say that I got the campaign done in probably uh, between six to eight hours. Oh, so we, we it's a short. It's a short single player, which we knew it was going to be for a game yeah. that's forty bucks. We and wondered their, how their long their focus it would be. is on multiplayer, so it yeah. makes sense. No, that makes sense. Just like Battlefield. Uh, yeah, but it's still very fun. One of the characters is a dead ringer for our uh, friend Carryout. Oh no! Like, really? <laughs> she, oh, no. Yeah, she's she's an imperial officer that like <laughs> takes no shit and has like a Karen kind of haircut. That sounds about right. If anyone oh has a Karen haircut in the Star Wars universe, it would be Carryout. A Karen? Yeah. A carry out. Uh, so, it's it's a very fun game. It's like I said, there's single player, which is between six to eight hours. You get to uh, flip between the Empire and the New Republic, Ooh. and then there is uh, the multiplayer, which is really what they've kind of focused on a lot, which is uh, fleet battles where you take on uh, capital ships and try to destroy those, and I then just dogfighting. Yes, so I can fight you. So that was the big that was the big draw for us was that we have we have different systems, but we uh-huh. can, we can play with each other. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. liking that a lot more games are like cross platform now. Yeah. And so like and at can, forty dollars, it's, nice. it's super accessible. Yeah. Yes. So everyone, uh, go ahead and pick I, up your copy of Rogue Squadrons. Exactly. Yes, of Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, <laughs> no, it's very fun. I love it. Uh, I was just playing a little bit of it a bit ago, and I had some kids talk some trash on me. <gasps> I mean, when you leave it open for them to do, it's It's hard to fly a bomber. Look, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. I couldn't fly anything, so you know, it's hard to penetrate those shields. Oh, I bet. What is this? What is this podcast rated? Uh, um, Oh, you can cuss. It's it's, fine. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I I I drop f bombs. I'm a terrible person. Well, I just wanted to know if I can make (laughs) noises about stuff. Yes, you can make all. Yes, you can. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, and this I is when we like lose half of our listeners. No, I'll keep it tasteful. I'll oh my god. Tasteful. Has there ever been a recording where I didn't make some terrible sexual reference? There you go. No. Maybe like the Peter no. Mayhew tribute. And even god. then it was close. And even then I probably made a furry joke somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, other news, Hasbro has uh, released more Black Series figures. Uh, and they look really they're like they're the creme de la creme of Star Wars figures, and they also released uh, or going to release rather the Force Effects Ahsoka Tano lightsabers. <laughs> um. <laughs> Molly's gonna. Oh no! Oh she, yeah. So we we have a friend who is obsessed with Ahsoka, and yes. is apparently uh, going to just buy all of her lightsabers, just all of them. Every every iteration of them, every and iteration. yeah, I mean. 
Uh -huh. well, what's nice about these is that they come, so they have a button you can switch between blue, green, and uh, they're like lime green, yellow. Ooh. So you only need to buy two of them and you're, you can do whatever color you want. Oh, that's that's amazing. Well, she, yeah. um, Molly slash Ruby, Silver, Ruby Silverado, at Ruby underscore Silverado on Instagram. Um, she, we were talking about this last night. Uh, she is kind of potentially on a mission to create all of her outfits and just like have, a, you know, a whole uh, closet full of Ahsoka. So she has to have all the different kind of lightsabers to go with them. It's just accurate and you don't want to be inaccurate. So well, that's I mean, very fair. If I had all, <laughs> if I had, if I had money. Oh yeah. For those Absolutely. kind of things. <laughs> like more, more. Oh, yeah. Let me say, let me, let me preface that with more money for this yes, kind of. There thing, we go. Yes. Then I would absolutely own more lightsabers than I already do, which is yes, a not zero that. number. <laughs> but it absolutely. sucks. Like the characters have like two lightsabers. You gotta buy two of them. I'm like, damn it. Absolutely. It's kind of unfair. It is like, and I hope. I hope her designers are like, I'm really, really sorry, cosplayers, but you know that people just like to F cosplay over all the time. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yes, as, as we know from the Critical Role fandom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyone who listens to Critical Role just like, I'm sure hates all, all of the Mighty Nine just for their details. But what are you going to do? And like, it gives you an excuse to upgrade your outfit. So yeah. that's actually kind of fun, too. Yes. You don't no, have I'm to like. I'm looking forward to new outfit upgrades. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's gonna be so cool. I'm very, very excited. I mean, I might have to like, um, if I'm doing outfit upgrades, I'm gonna have to switch characters. But like, it's otherwise fun. you just show up as a skeleton. So. Well, or yes, yeah, or like a stick in the ground with a coat on it. Yes. I know. This is the so part where Ian just soon. goes off, goes off yeah, in his own little corner, like, and they're just gonna go off on their little. Nope. Why don't yeah. you just li listen to Critical like, Role so you don't feel left out, calling you out on, this is where on the internet. This is where the, the mute button for Luna comes in handy. Okay. All right. Just mute. Mute. Well, then. Mute. You okay. asked uh, me to be here. I know. Yeah, and it was know. a mistake. Now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, it's it's light on Star Wars news this week, which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing really, you know, big happening. Like I said, the big news was the squadrons that came out. And they did say that if the game does well, which so far it has, they will hopefully be putting out some DLC, one. Sweet. And two, there'll be some kind of sequel, which I'm hoping is takes place during the Clone Wars, because that would be very, very uh, fun. That would be really cool. Like, as a game. Chris and, and I game. love our Clone Wars, so... Yeah. We love that era. I love how, uh, like, But that's Wars. about it for that. Yay news. You love about, you love about Clone Wars what? Oh, I just love about, like, Clone Wars, like, in this new like this new, I, would, I don't want to say like a new generation of Star Wars, but like in this current era of Star Wars, I guess, like the expansion of like Clone Wars and like the importance of it to the mythos of Star Wars has been really cool to me. And I like learning all of that stuff. So it uh, any sort of like media about the Clone Wars is really, really exciting to me. It just, it, it's added, it's added more world building than anything. It really has. Yeah. Yes. Which I appreciate. Um, so I don't think. Uh, do you have anything else news-wise, Chris? Because I don't think there's anything. I'm Mandalorian starts soon, and that's it. Oh yes, in less than thirty days. Oh my gosh, it's so we're going to see if all of our rumors we talked about are true, which I'm you can catch that episode on our uh, Twitter. Yes, our skating review of the rumors. <laughs> it's such an interesting, like such a Hollywood story, though. I'm hesitant, but apparently, like you know. 
they it seems maybe that they might have kissed and made up for a potential third season. Like everything seems maybe to be cool. So I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, he's been fan. posting about you know being with them and yes, yeah, pro Mandalorian stuff. So I don't think he yeah. just walks away from it the way. And I know this episode isn't like. about it, but like if he, I I feel like he'd be so silly to just like walk away. Oh, I can't imagine. From all of that. That's what right we now. came to the conclusion of, too. Yeah. yeah. From a role yeah. you can literally phone in? I don't think so. Oh, God. No. But also, yeah. just like, yeah. So we don't have to talk about it more, yeah. but like, I, I do hope everything gets resolved yeah. and Go that we get and, more. Uh, listen to that episode, guys. Good. Yes. Yes. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break. And then when we come back, we're going to start diving into the fashion that is Padme Amadala. So stay ah! tuned, guys. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So, let's let's talk some fashion <gasps> All right, so first up, we have um, the beautiful, flowing, lovely, goddess-like lake dress. <laughs> and um, since Luna is our resident expert on the lake dress, oh, no. why, don't you, uh, why don't you get us started on, on describing it to us? Um, well, the lake dress... Yes, Professor Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the lake dress itself uh, consists of two garments, I would say. There's the underdress, which is uh, composed of a hand-dyed ombre satin. I believe um, the the material is a sort of like a sand-washed silk, and then they, they dyed it, ombre dyed it. And then the overdress, as I call it, is like this flowing chiffon that is also dyed in similar sunset colors. Um, and to accessorize it, she also has a uh, toque um, that comes from, that, that attaches to the halter neckline of the dress and then two marching, matching armbands. And I think this dress has just become such a, a, like emblematic of her in a way. I think it's, are we, are we just discussing like the form of it or can we go into like symbolism of the dress yet? <laughs> or should we wait? No, go for it. Well, no, no. It, it, it's kind of an organic thing. So, oh, okay, cool. Uh, one of the most fascinating things to me about this dress was that uh, George Lucas apparently wanted this like sort of ethereal and flowing outfit, and he wanted to do it in post. Like he wanted to do it in um, after and like not have a physical garment. But the costume designers 
right? But he the costume designers... Wanted, he just wanted her to show Wait, up Wait, it was going to be like, a, like, a CG outfit? It was going to be Whoa. a CG outfit. We'll CG it on later. Exactly. Oh, like, no. it probably... And considering the technology back then, like, come on, George, what Can was this going to look like? I know. But then, so like... not only are there no bras in space, no. there's just no clothes in There's space. no clothing in space. Yeah, but, No. It's just, it's so funny to think about. But then, like, the costume designers were like, no, we can figure this out. Just tell us what you want. And then this is this is what they came up with. And I think it really does fulfill a lot of things that needed to happen in this scene. Because love or hate this scene, a lot of stuff happens between her and Anakin. And oh, yeah. I think this is the first time, really, that, um, you know, her being back on Naboo and just feeling like she's back at home and it's a, a vulnerable mm-hmm. a vulnerable scene for Padme. Like she is sort of like trying to let a little bit of her guard down as this senator and and you know, just show a little bit of who she is. And I think that is really captured in like she has the bare shoulders and the bare back and everything is just sort of hanging off of her. But she's but then, comfortable. She's home. She's comfortable. Oh, it's absolutely. And yes. she gets to like you know like meander through by the lakeside and just be comfortable and like this is probably something that she you know would maybe choose for herself even if she wasn't you know this this figurehead and this person and like all of the things that happen in the like this is sort of where like Anakin has in terms of plot Anakin is always you know admired Padme and like you know loved her from afar but I think this is like the first time that there's there's supposed to be like the inkling of like physical attraction like this is yeah. the first time that yeah. he's, he's like acknowledging it her. yeah exactly and like i think this is the perfect he dress. fully popped like a jedi boner during the scene yeah like, his it. lightsaber was his lightsaber was not um in its hilt if you deactivated if you, no yeah, it was yeah. not deactivated yeah oh, so Lord. like oh, i know gross but like i think this is the perfect dress to do that because it's romantic it's soft but it's also very sensual and I, I just, I, I can't, I can't get enough of this dress. So. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I'd love to wear this dress today. It's so pretty. Can we also talk about how her hair is in this dress too? Yes. Ugh. Which I never have because done. Because it reminds me of like a shell. Yeah, mm-hmm. it very much looks like a shell. Which like, is interesting because the, the armband and the neck piece are like mother of pearl. Mm-hmm. So it does have like, a very nautical flow to it. The whole thing. Yes. I think. Very I don't know if this water is goddess. very water goddess, very like, very like in her element, I would say, because she comes from a planet oh, yeah. that has so much water. Yeah. Um, but would you think, I don't know if this is reading too deeply into it, but do you think that the Nautilus shell hair is somehow attached to this idea of like the Gungans and like it being sort of this thing where she, it's like, she's trying to represent all of the people of Naboo at some point and so it's like the i don't know that's reaching no, that but makes I, sense. Do, I no i think that i makes wouldn't sense. Say, well i wouldn't say with that necessarily hair hair piece because mm-hmm. or at least in that moment because it's just yeah. her and anakin i don't think she quite cares about jar jar and his rights when she's with him <laughs> at that moment <laughs> i guess that's fair she, well she might not be thinking about that but the create if it's a traditional hairstyle that, that yes. someone is doing for her, it may yes. have been created as like an homage to the Gungans. Yes, that's Although, yes. Both of you have read Queen Shadow, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, I haven't finished it, but yeah. Okay, well, then you've read the beginning, but like yes. this dress makes an appearance in the in the book, and mm-hmm. I feel that that just is emblematic of how much this dress also means to the fandom. 
Oh yeah. Um, and then also the sheer number of people who have cosplayed this dress. Well, here, you can buy this dress, which I just discovered. Yes. You on can. Amazon. Yes. Oh no. On Amazon. It is, but that is like that is like a cultural touchstone, like piece kind of thing. Because um, I don't know if any anyone reads uh, Tom and Lorenzo. It's a fashion blog, and they do yeah. this. Um, they do this uh, series. It's like about costuming and uh, in movies and how costuming informs character development and story. And one of their things is that if you can successfully take a costume out of its context, like from a movie and put it into something like Halloween or like a masquerade and people recognize what you are, then you know that that costume has made some sort of impact. And so- You done good. Yeah, you done good. So I think that this dress, along with the Red Throne Room dress, but this dress, has become emblematic of Padme, which is really funny for me. This one, the red throne room dress, and then mm-hmm. her white. Her white battle um, outfit. Battle outfit. Yes. Like, I think the three Hallmark ones. Those people, are the, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, the people who aren't really super fans recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for this dress too, it's, you know, beautiful, it's flowy. And, you know, they wanted to show off in this whole movie, you know, a more softer side to her, more feminine mm-hmm. side to her. Because, you know, not once did you see her in anything backless in episode one. Not once did you see, like, her arms really exposed. Not once. It was basically, you know, like, sh- neck and above, and that mm-hmm. was it. She's an untouchable mm-hmm. child queen. Yes. 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 And a bunch of the, like, uh, again, kind of referencing the book, but, like, talking about the regalia of what it means to be the queen of Naboo, and, like, how stifling it kind of is it's like all pomp there's a lot of like the garments are very heavy they're also very sort of armor like and she's like hidden Mm -hmm. in all this in all this stuff so like when you start to peel back those layers and we're trying to learn who padme is it's really interesting that like she is in like these more this more like exposed very soft very flowy garment when we're still trying to learn who she is so there's a lot that can be said about this. Now, dress. since Luna has made this outfit, <laughs> yes, talk about your process of making it. And first off, why did you choose this outfit rather than any of her other outfits to begin with? Let's see. So when when I chose to do the lake dress at Another Castle Creations, which is the cosplay group that Chris and I are a part of, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to do a Star Wars, and I I think. It, I'm trying to remember my timeline, but it was one of the first Star Wars costumes that I made. And uh, like at this at that point, I wanted to sort of start tackling the costumes that had been so impactful for me in my childhood and that like I always dreamed of making. And at that point too, like I didn't I felt like I could try to tackle this dress and do it properly because my skill set had like evolved in such a way that I didn't feel like it was just gonna look like you know, rags on me when it was all done. Yeah. And, and so I, I remember I, it took me, I, I made this dress in a blind panic. It took me like two weeks. Um, well, actually maybe a little less than two weeks because at the same time I was also making a Tiana ball gown and I was trying to like, oh, wow, that was, that, same that was right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So yeah, I had this uh, big ball gown project plus wanting to do this Padme dress and a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of, um, I started my research at, um, oh my gosh, Padawan's Guide, 
I don't know if- Oh, uh, yes. Yes, I started, uh, Padawan's Guide is this wonderful online resource if anyone is ever looking for like detail shots, especially from the prequels. It's been, um, it's been the resource for like the last 20 years. It's, it's yes. incredible. Like the amount of dedication, they have not just shots and stills from the movie, but they also, if a costume has been exhibited, they have like all of these pictures from there. So you can look at it in neutral lighting so that can help with your color matching um which didn't help with me and i'll get to that but i started looking at padawan's guide and there was a lot yeah i know you're, you're like uh-huh yeah um I, I started looking at padawan's guide and i started looking at all of the um the uh, resources and tutorials available and to try to make my the best decisions for like my uh fabric choices and also my budget at the time like i wasn't going to be able to afford like silk but like Luckily, Hancock Fabrics was going out of sale, so like I was able to pick up like oh, some white satin. I so did. Oh my god, I miss it every day. Um, but um, unless Joanne's is listening, sponsor us. Uh, but I, I don't like Joanne's. I just I liked having I Hancock as an option too. I liked options. Like that was what I miss uh, so much about not having like two dedicated national fa uh, fabric stores. Um, but uh, I got the fabric from there, and then I looked at all of these tutorials about how to ombre dye, which is the effect that you get on Padme's dress, where it goes from the yellow to pink to purple. Here's my here's uh, my thing. So if you ever look at my dress that I made, it goes from yellow to pink to a light sky blue. And uh, a lot of the reason for that is I was following tutorials, and I was looking at their dyes, and so the, the tutorials that I happened to be looking at at the time, and I didn't realize it, they were going off of more concept sketches of the like dress. Oh. I know. Oh. If you've ever wondered, I don't know, for all of like my two fans out there, if you've ever wondered why my dress is blue at the bottom, it's because I messed up. But to be fair, like in that lighting when she's in the scene, you don't, they don't really focus a lot on the bottom of her dress, it's like waist and above. So, yeah. The only it, looks, honestly, it looks very kind of like because I'm, I'm looking at some stills right now it, at the bottom when she's walking and that brief time you it see it does it looks look very periwinkle yeah, yeah. Like a yes no I was blue. going more of like a periwinkle idea like that was like because I watched that scene over and over again to determine if I was wrong I was like the some of the photos that I was like that's kind of more of a lavender than I think it is or like a dusty purple but then I was like but my memory is like no that's a blue and so like I kept watching it and then I think I just talked myself into like of going more of the blue route. I'm not mad at it in in the end. Like I I um really enjoy wearing that dress and like people um people who are fans of that dress, who love that dress, um have never called me out on the bottom of it unless no, they you've did. you've always had really really good reactions to it. Well, and, and also it's kind of hard to do an ombre dye on dresses, so you know, it's oh, not it's an easy hard. one to do. It's the it's so funny because like I, again like thinking about the impact of this dress like there's, there are a bunch of tutorials about how to make this dress um, and like, you know, the, the processes to do it. And so there's enough love and dedication for this dress that people go through the trouble of learning an entirely new skill just to make this dress. And I think oh, yeah. that and I, like, you know, every like I think every time you make a new costume, there's like some opportunities to learn. But I think there was like a big jump in my skills because I also had to draft the underdress because the underdress um, it has like an empire waist seam and like the halter neckline 
Um, and there were no, like, just commercially available patterns at that moment that happened to have that same silhouette. Oh. So, like, I had to just figure that out. It wasn't that hard, but, like, you know, because my drafting, I'm kidding, my drafting yeah, still stuff. But, like, new. yeah, it's still something that you yeah. had to, like, if you wanted this, like, sort of feeling for this dress, like, you had to go through. So, um, I would totally love to remake this dress one day if it, if I didn't have, like, a million other Star Wars things that I want to also make. Um, but like I, it, this like this dress always has like a special place in my heart, and I I also still love wearing it. It's currently I need to uh, touch up some things. Maybe if I do want to wear this dress again, I might try dyeing the bottom again. But it'd be so hard to like ombre dye it now that everything's dry. But like, stay tuned. I, I might have pull to. It, I think you could pull off just the bottom, getting it purple. I mean, even what if it's think? just, even if it just. There's still a little bit of blue to the purple. I think that would work. Like if I just tinted it a little bit, yeah. like it might be okay. I think it'd be fine. Okay, you heard yeah. it here. Like if uh, if anyone's listening, we can all blame Chris if my dress doesn't. Well, I think if you wet it, I think <laughs> mm-hmm. if you yeah. wet it first. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. No, so I do agree. you guys want to hear the official Bible oh, description? Yes. Of oh yes, yes, please. Okay. So let Chris speak bit. from the official the official text. <laughs> uh. From Praise the official text. Um, Thus saith. The uh, Dressing a Galaxy dress says, excuse me. <coughs> the Dressing a Galaxy book says, this, it actually calls it the Lake Retreat Arrival Gown. Not as cool as the uh, lake lot. dress. <laughs> the, it is, it's very official sounding. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yes. Um, it says, okay, so the ombre full-length bias-cut silk chiffon and sand-washed Ugh. silk satin dress is held at the neck and arms by hand-cut abalone shell collar pieces and arm cuffs. The chiffon overdress is gathered at the hem, front, and back into mother-of-pearl shell and vintage beaded tassel clasps. The color of the dress starts at the hem in smoky lilac mm. and progressed through pinks and oranges to the palest yellow at the neck. The headdress was formed in the shape of the ridges of a conch shell in seven graded bands and was made using plexicast with a powdered mm. dye mixed through and then hand-painted. Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. I met, um, I, where, where were we? Oh, we were at, no, we weren't at Celebration. We were at a different... Denver? Denver. Yep. Thank you. Um, and I met another uh, Padme cosplayer who was in uh, the lake dress as well. And I'm sorry, it's the lake retreat arrival. Lake retreat arrival gown. <laughs> the lake Good retreat Lord. arrival gown. So much. I well, love it. Uh, you know, the lake dress. And her her um, collar piece and her armbands had that inset uh, mother of pearl and abalone shell. And I was just, you know, I was trying not to see. And like, I was like, don't look at me. Like, just don't look at me. You mean the armbands that I made? My armbands are beautiful. No, I love my (laughs) armbands because for anyone out there, like, I would not have had armbands if uh, Christina had not gone through and like gotten blah and like made them for me the night before I and they like, really do complete the dress do this. i can do this I mean, i've never worked with warbler before except for like a, i think actually because oh i used it to make a crown for my arwen dress and you i was did. like i have some more i i could do this it's just like a little shape and and yeah and we just threw it together the night before <laughs> didn't you also use warbler this is not star wars related but didn't you also use warbler to make your um aurora tiara Yes, yeah. oh, maybe it was my Aurora t- tiara. Okay. Yes, because, oh, so, sorry, my crown is made out of kai, kai, kydex? Kai, whatever. Kyber crystals? No. Kyber crystals, you're, that's what it's made out of, no. canonically Some now. Some other 
thermoplastic. Yes. Which went, which didn't um, win the thermoplastic war, obviously, because we can't remember what it was. I'm so sorry if you're listening. Well, yeah. So there you go. There was oh. our, uh, that's a rundown on the Lake Rest. And we, okay. Uh, what would, what would you rate it? One out of 10, uh, based oh. on all of her other looks. Oh, on her other oh. looks? Like from this movie. Oh, for ranking it, it's a full 10 for me. I'm so sorry, but it has to be. It's just informed so much of like what I love about like fashion, I guess. And also yeah, no, like what I love about Star Wars. So well, 10 out of 10. Well, it comfortable too. Like unlike many things she wears, it looks comfortable. This dress is like the wearing it, it is super comfortable. Like you, like I think the initial feeling of like, I like, you know, when you're wearing a, like a, a gown to like an event and you're like, I can't wear any underwear or undergarments in this. And I feel very, like you get over that real easily. Cause you're like, I can breathe in this dress. I can also eat in this dress. Yeah. So, yeah. and you can't say that a lot for cosplays. So 10 out of 10 for me. What about you, Ian? Um, I mean, same. It's a really pretty dress. Uh, a lot of stuff happens during it. it really um, yeah, first, first, first of many. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I really uh, enjoy it. It's really pretty, and I would, I would give it a ten out of ten. Yay. Yeah, I think I'd have to. What agree. about you? No, I'd have to agree. It's beautiful. I love, I love that it has a lot of complicated things going on in in the creation of it, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's still a rather simple dress. It's a. It's a simple silhouette, um, and her hair isn't like it's it's nice, but it's not crazy. Yes, right. It's it's intricate, but not insane. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I like it a lot. <laughs> I like I like that intricate yeah. but not insane. That, intricate, but that not sounds insane. like her. I yeah. mean, it is relatively one of her mo- more simpler hairstyles, and that says something. Yeah. That really does say something. When your full like conch shell hair is like one of your more simple styles. We love a, we love an extra girl. Yeah. All right. So now All right, we have. So next outfit is the. Is there an official name for this one? Or can we just call it the this, meadow dress? Yeah. No. It's it's actually called the meadow picnic dress. Oh. Officially. Oh. Okay. Well. By the way, I didn't see any kind of picnic happening. I just saw them laying, and, and there was no food to be had. There was That's nothing. That's true. Is there not? That is very true. Did is did we all collectively make that up that they just had a picnic? I, well, I think it feels just kind of like a picnic moment. Like, no, doesn't it? I think they're on like a blanket. There were all those like wildebeest things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're weird. They look like ball sacks. Yes. But like, I feel like they're not just going out there to look at the ball sack. Well, maybe Padme is, but Uh... like, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like. They're going out there for a purpose, and so I think us in our collective imaginations are like, oh, obviously they're out there (laughs) having a picnic, picnic, yeah, not just like Mm. observing these animals. I think I don't know George Lucas, whatever this. Well, it's called a picnic dress, so I mean, it was written in the script that it was a picnic. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, whether or not that film survived, it was a picnic. (laughs) In any case, uh, so this is a beautiful like yellowish gold uh, dress with a kind of like corset on top and then a flowy lace it's like a dressed lace on it right with like a lace yeah. overlay it's very yeah. and then it's very like fantasy renaissance. it's very like renaissance it's very fantasy renaissance yes. princess 
Yes. Yeah. Um, I do like the the nods to the to Leia's kind of buttons, yes. the first nod that we get. Her. This is also an extremely simple yes. dress. Or, or, I'm sorry, hairstyle. Very simple. Oh yeah. It's mostly down oh, yes. except for the two cinnamon buns um, that are in uh, little mini snoods. Yes. I've always loved those snoods as like a detail for this whole look. It's always been one of my favorite things about this dress. It's really cute. Yeah. And I think that um, her hairstyle, like, also going back to this idea of, like, more laid-back Padme, uh, as opposed to, like, Senator yes. Padme or Queen Amidala, like, she's literally letting her hair down. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the costume designer is like, look, she's relaxed, and she's having fun on this picnic, even though they're talking about Senate stuff, you know? <laughs> she's uh, relaxed. She can't turn it off. She really can't. No. And, like, she's just trying to have it all, and it's hard, Padme. We know it's hard, but y- you can do it if you want it. So, can we talk about, like, the unquestionable hours it took for this hand embroidery on this oh, corset? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Here, let, let, me, let me read the description. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, so yes. Read, read from the Bible. So says she. So, it's, it's a silk coquet bodice with seven color computerized filigree embroidery with, uh, with bled stitching. Oh, so it's not hand stitched. I was going to say, ooh, it's not computerized. It's no, computerized. Computer embroidery. Yeah. Cheating. Huh. <laughs> Which means Cheaters. there is a there is a file somewhere <laughs> that, that they have download it, recreate, and that that is my new mission. Is it on a? It's yep. like on a floppy disk somewhere. Like I bet I, I guarantee company. I could probably look it up and download it onto my embroidery machine. No, I bet you could find it. We'll have like, to look for that. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, the roses were taken from the tool and appliqued on tops to unite the two fabrics. Oh my God, this is like this is totally what cosplayers do. Yeah, exactly. I'm like listening. Like I'm like, wait, okay, uh huh. Taking notes. The bodice is worn over an old silk organza blouse with multicolored ribbon details around the lower sleeves. This is way easier than I thought. Well, okay, that's okay. Uh, just showing my hand a little bit here. I have wanted to make this dress for a really long time, the picnic yeah. dress. Well, and you're the what? Planning to, yeah. right? I am planning to. It's in there. I actually bought. So yes. a little bit ago. <laughs> yeah, no, a little bit ago. Uh, there were. I said this in the group. I think. But, oh yeah, no, um, no, we, we, because you were questioning whether you should do it or not. We were yes. like, no, you have to buy it. Um, but a oh, little no. bit ago at Walmart, they had this um, curtain, um, and it was like, it had little rosettes on it that looked exactly like the rosettes on this dress, on her cape, and um, capelet, I guess we're did calling it Did you buy it? I did buy it, because, not just because it looked like it, but because it has been 501st approved. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Rebel, Rebel Legion or 501st? Rebel Legion, Rebel Legion. Re- it has been Rebel Legion approved. So if has I, it really? Yes, Isn't it that has. Insane? Yeah, it's close That's enough hilarious. that they approved it. So if I ever decide to do this dress, and I ever decide to take the time to do it, I could maybe get this dress approved. Well, I so, think between that, that you have it, and now that yes. we know that we could probably just machine embroider the, the front bodice, and still uh, get I it. think this should be the one you make next, obviously. I mean, okay, so full, again, full disclosure, the next Padme outfit I wanted to make was the packing gown, which I also really love, and has some insane hair. But now that I know that it's machine embroidery and I don't have to go through the trouble of hand embroidering it myself, I might just have to commission Chris to do the bodice for me so that we can, so I can just have this dress on my body. Because be my you God. get in line, sir. Are you doing this? 
Are you no, doing this, Justin? No, but I have commitments <laughs> to finish for Ian. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. this is not going to be anytime soon. It'll have to be, like, maybe at the soonest. Oh, like, I was going to say, you you no. take your ass back behind no. me, sir. This well, is it'll, also, happen. it'll happen. Things, it'll happen. There is a pandemic. <laughs> it's true. No, yes, also, we're not doing anything anytime soon. Surprisingly, I, though. I'm literally looking at the fabric. I'm like, mm. It's, like, it's so, it's so surprising. But, like. Um, I am gonna have to because the 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 field that the the fabric that I got at Walmart, <laughs> um, the field that it's on is actually a white, and so I'm gonna have to like somehow dye it without dyeing the rosettes. So yeah. we're gonna have to figure that. We're gonna have to figure that out. But that's a bridge for future we'll Luna to figure out. We'll make it work. Right? It'll happen. Yeah, and then the, 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 I noticed looking at this that little i don't know festival girl hairband across her coachella it's very yeah so i have a i have a tiny i have a little bag a little uh-huh. um like clutch bag that looks exactly mm-hmm. like that oh exactly my gosh like so if you ever do this dress i have a con bag for you <laughs> <gasps> it sounds like Everything's lining up for you to do this dress. I'm this so, is what it you, sounds like. You have no idea. I'm like vibrating. I'm like, this is it. This is the moment where Jesus. Lydia, if she's listening, is rolling her eyes real hard. <laughs> um, but no, this dress, I think why it speaks to a lot of people too. Because like, I think, again, it's one of those dresses that like when when like you ask Padme fans, this is another one of those dresses, like the lake dress, where a lot of oh, them are like, it's so gorgeous. like, And like, it's very, like you said, like fantasy and like it's fanciful. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like it's a space movie. It, it right. looks like it's a fantasy. Medieval Correct. Movie, it really fantasy. does. It again, it's that sort of like romanticism too that like they they imbue Padme with in this movie. And I think like it's also kind of it's it's more desaturated, but it's still kind of that pastel-y uh, color palette that they play with with the leg dress too. Well, um, the um, the ribbons around her arm are actually really similar colors to the lake dress. They really are. Like looking at them, I'm like, no, th- this is like it's intentional. I'm sure. Like these pastel primary oh, yeah. colors on her, and like again, just trying to just trying to present this like softer side of Padme, even though she's like in a fully structured corset. Uh, it's it's just really it's a really beautiful dress, and I I think why so many people are taken with it is because we like star wars itself is like a space fantasy and like um this dress sort of like not to put too fine a point on it but like um this dress sort of like expands the idea of what you can wear in space because it doesn't have to yeah you know what i mean it like yeah it's like oh this is also acceptable because we're visiting all these worlds that have different cultures different customs um and so not it's not always tight pants and tight boots and stuff it's you know yeah Mm -hmm. it's not like you're uh with this dress well and i like also that her makeup wise for this dress it's very minimal to like none almost Mm -hmm. most of her frolicking around the 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 naberi i don't know lake retreat um <laughs> that's the true lake retreat Mo- most of her makeup looks are just bare minimum there just and again that contrast yes. between like heavily done amidala queen amidala like the full traditional paint uh, versus mm-hmm. like this like i just have like i just brushed my brows out and i also put on a little lip gloss kind of look it's like it again draws that contrast between who she was and like who she is becoming 
And so I think yes, I th- I think that's uh, one of the successful things about Padme is that a lot of the things that are communicated about her character come through in her garments. And like yes, I, I think it makes her more sympathetic. It's like her, you know, her flowers opening. Or, or no, uh, oh, no, that's bad. Really? No, no, well, no, no, no. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, well, no, her flowers aren't opening until our last dress, the bondage dress. So, ah, uh, well, no, that's not what I meant. Like, I mean, it's like she's blossoming into, you know, she's, you know, a woman. She's a woman. A, a, a woman. woman. Um, I'm such uh, a bad. I'm such a bad Star Wars fan. How old is she at this point in canon? Like in it's in ten two. years after episode one, and she's fourteen so she's there. So, so yeah. she's like twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's like she's coming into her own. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing it. Uh, speaking of the white face makeup, I know you may never do this outfit. It's just a sidetrack. But I really, really want you to do uh, Sabe in her battle outfit. Oh, do you know how I've I have looked at fabric for that before. <laughs> I don't like, know when I it really. Happen. I really want you to, because it's a really pretty outfit. It's like a kimono kind of fighting outfit, and I it's really pretty. I love the sleeves and, yeah. are gorgeous. I love the the way that she has, like, yeah. the Amidala shape, but it's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm active Amidala. Really yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm, right, active Amidala. One of these days, um, we're going to, what we need to do, Chris, for a con is, well, I don't know when we'd ever have a four-day con, but we each do, like, a different Amidala, and the rest of us are handmade. I'd like, be but, so awesome. but like we rotate, so like yeah. each of us gets to be Amidala, and then that means we're like also her handmaids. Like when we decoy, for you're her. the decoys. Perfect. Yeah, that would actually be really fun. It would be really fun. I'll be Corday. Can I just be? Uh, no, I'll be blown up Corday, and then you all can be just the no. regular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually... just like just torched. I have actually seen cosplays of blown up Corday. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It's like uh, it's sad, Keldar but also I'm like, one. good job. Yes, That's what it Kel- was, was oh. Keldar. Of course, it was Keldar. Keldar has her yeah. whole wardrobe, and every day I'm like, why can't I be Keldar? It's upsetting. This like, oh, you're cor- oh. oh, 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 you're oh, oh. you're after. after oh God, you're no, but after. like, okay, this dress though. So this dress, what do you would you give it rank wise, Chris? Oh, it's a 10 out of 10. This is one of my favorite ones. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just, it's so romantic, and it, and it hits it hits that, that fantasy Waterhouse Renaissance medieval vibe for me, so, yeah. Waterhouse is such a good reference for this, because it's very Waterhouse. It's very flowy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, now is that, oh no, it can't be. Like, Waterhouse's painting of Ophelia. There's and... just, I'm surprised, there, well, there's gotta be, like, a Waterhouse version of Padme. Well, no, what I'm thinking, though, because Ophelia, in the painting that Waterhouse does of Ophelia, she is floating in the water, mm-hmm. and later on, when Padme is in her funeral gown, <gasps> and it looks like she's floating in water, is that this was, a re- That's, that's what they base it off of, yeah. Yeah, it's a Waterhouse. That's a Waterhouse but, reference. But do you think that this dress is, like, kind of foreshadowing? I know that we know that she doesn't make it, but, like... <laughs> Do you Maybe. think this dress is kind of like, I don't know, that's too much. Like, I don't know, it might be too much to read into it. That's too much to read into it. But anyway, yes, Waterhouse is a very good reference for this dress. But yeah, the, wa- the, but the water gown was inspired by, by Waterhouse. Oh. So that makes sense. for me, this dress, and don't yell at me. Right, row. Uh-oh, no. It's Are we going to fight? like a 7 out of 10. I mean, that's not bad. Respectable. Yeah. So, and the that's only fine. reason, and I know it's so petty, 
but I absolutely hate the color yellow. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I know it's petty. I know it's super petty. I know. Like one time no. when I was little, I my dad got a rent-a-car and it was yellow and I made him take it back before I got into it. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. He's like, wow. for, he's like, you're gonna be late for school. I go, no, you're gonna be late. Take me to school because you won't take it back. Wow. Wow, wow Ian. Spoiled child. And yeah. guess what? He took it back and he got a white one. Oh, oh, so he got a white one. Okay, cool. Can you, um, yeah, there you go. I see how it is. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. We awesome. See what's happening here. So then I yeah. no longer see your point about this dress is valid. And now uh, we're <laughs> <laughs> You are excluded from the conversation. No, but like, you know, pre- preference and taste, like, people have different preferences, prefer- different tastes, so I totally get it. Like, it's yeah, just no, a lot a of lot yellow of to, like to look yellow. at, and I just don't, I just don't like yellow. I know that's super petty for me to not like it, but I just don't. That's the only reason. I mean, I I mean, like for my gold, I'm fine just, with yellow. But it is no. gold. I was gonna say, but it's more gold. It's like a it's, it's like a golden ochre yellow. Like it has know. more yellow in it than gold, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no. In the lighting in the movie, it does. I guess. I don't know. I'd have to. I guess I'm gonna have to go watch the episode two again <laughs> and just like really oh, watch darn. this dress. Oh no. No, you have to no, you have to watch that scene. You have to watch the whole movie. Don't put yeah. yourself through that. Okay. I have um I have done a rewatch of the prequels like a while ago and it wasn't too it wasn't too bad. There were moments where it did slog, but like a lot of it I was like, Oh no, I remember, like this was okay. No, like, was a high point. Yeah, definitely. Oh boy. Ugh. Well, on that note, we're going to take another quick little break, guys. Uh-huh. And then we come back, we're going to be talking about the final dress, which is the fireside dress, a.k.a. the bondage, call me Miss Padme dress. Mistress Padme. Miss Padme, if you're nasty. Mistress Padme. Yes, so we'll be right back, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back again. We're back. Yes, we're back. Uh, so our last dress of the topic for today is the fireside dress. Um, Chris, do you want to lead this one since this is the one that you kind of have oh, more no. knowledge about than us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this, <laughs> so this dress we see um, when Anakin and Padme are having um, like a super awkward dinner together where they have absolutely zero chemistry, just zero <laughs> chemistry, zero. Yeah. And you kind of wonder, you kind of wonder if there's like a button underneath the table that she is frantically pushing to get somebody to come and get him to go away. A million percent. Like, where's Sabe? Like, she's supposed to be listening so to me like, right God now. Damn it! Where is Sabe? Here is the <laughs> signal. Here is the signal. <laughs> He's just talking like about sand again. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh my god, who's sand? Yeah. Um, and so when she's at the, so it is, when she's at the table, it's this beautiful black, very, very sexy dress. 
and it's mm-hmm. the the skirt is um its skirt is made up of it's there's two layers there's kind of like a silver metallic layer underneath and then over it is um this cut geometric shaped um cut velvet lace and it's a it's a beautiful fishtail silhouette really really very close fitting mermaid tail fishtail um to the floor she's got I had what opera length I would say it's opera length gloves. Opera length yes. gloves, um, fingerless gloves yes. that are leather that match uh, a very tight fitted leather corset. I mean, it's a corset. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's the only. Um, Thank God yeah. you said opera length because I'm like, oh, she has like fisting gloves. They are. I mean, to go with the theme, like this yeah, is well, definitely yeah, a there theme. You go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And, and during so during the dinner, she also wears um this beautiful black feather cape lit thing oh. that's off the shoulder and I don't it has zero purpose other than being really cool looking because <laughs> it's not like it's keeping her warm it's not it's not it's literally not on her shoulders um and then there is a there is a a dog collar <laughs> she's wearing there's no, there's no other she's wearing an ornate dog collar she's wearing a choker and attached to it is this massive beaded to the floor like all these beaded strands, black gold strands, and or sorry, um, black beaded strands that are just stunning. Um, so pretty, this dress. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a sexy dress. It's a it's a it's a fuck me dress. It is a definite fuck me dress. It's a definite fuck me dress. Uh, it's like yeah. in the language of Star Wars, it's uh, the fuck me dress. It is the it literally. She like the only re- the only way she could that she would say fuck me more is if she had uh, Leku. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Stop it! Gross. I'm you so sorry. We think about <laughs> they are they I, are the sex they are the sex icons of the galaxy. They are the sex icons of the galaxy. More power to them. And now I, everyone has turned off our podcast. Yeah. No, I think it's just something that needs to be stated because like it's, it's a thing uh, in the Star Wars fandom. This dress, though, didn't Natalie Portman talk about how uncomfortable it looked? Oh, it looked terribly yes, uncomfortable. Because yes. George designed it. George of did design it. Of course he did. This was uh, the yes. only This was the only dress that he had any input. I mean, like, I'm sure he had input on the other dress, but like, this is specifically, he was like, no, she needs to wear something that looks like this. And I'm fine and with it. She needs I to wear a corset it. that's like this big. <laughs> it's maybe like three inches around her waist. She's pulling the violet tchotchke. And she is. Yeah, exactly. But this, this is this silhouette. is my proof that the George is you know he's in he's in the lifestyle, he's into it like into you it. know he's into and like BDSM stuff. We see. I don't you, know George. if it's we see you. I don't know if it's because we just talked about the picnic dress, but like it's interesting that this dress is a counterpoint to that dress almost directly. Like if you look at it, because oh, yeah. like like the way it covers her wrist. Well, it's in the, the same polar way. opposite. It is the it polar is opposite. The polar opposite. I think it's like, you know, it's saying that I'm still Padme, but like also bend over. Like, you know, yep. like she's like, she's like, this is me. Look up, because here I come. And it's like, um, <laughs> with like, with like, the, thank Sorry. you. <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Shout out to the greatest showman. Uh, but it's the corset, the same sort of corseted bodice, like the idea that she's covering up the wrist with like some sort of glove, but like where that one was like soft and flowy and like accessible, yeah. this one is like, yeah. I'm gonna take what I want, and that's mm-hmm. fine. And also, definite well, like. Well, and you, you know, good and how well she's wearing like thigh high boots under this. Like, no matter what the reference says, like she's wearing thigh high boots. I don't yeah. care. It's canon. It's it's actually uh, if you want to get approved by the Rebel Legion for this dress, you have to be wearing thigh high boots underneath. <laughs> it's not 
yeah you know it's not it's not an option and like also like color story wise it definitely is since this is like that seduction scene and like sort of the choice that Anakin makes that sends him towards the dark side like there's literally no other like there's it's a it's totally an allusion to Darth Vader it's totally like like you know choosing me puts you down a path I can't that you, I cannot follow uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean like yeah. this is totally like it she represents that choice for him and I can see why George would want her in something like this no it's a it I mean it's a pivotal it's a pivotal scene it's a, it's and, a interestingly enough um it also follows with a very simple hair style as we were talking about where this is just this is she's just got her hair it's just a like, big old braid right it's just a i think it's just like a so there's this thing if you have long hair where you can put it in a ponytail mm-hmm. and then you kind of make a little hole within oh. in the hair at the base of the ponytail and you thread your the, the like the actual tail of your hair through that hole and it makes this cool oh. really cool little like french flip Do you and it looks super complicated yeah, but it's very chic looking and very easy. I wear, I do it all the time, and that's all huh. that she is. And then, and then two little metal bands again. You know, festival on the fo- on the She's ready. She's ready for space for cello. And it's really interesting too. Again, that idea of bondage because, like, first she toxy tails her ponytail, and then as it's hanging down her back, there. It's a toxy tail. Do you remember those from the nineties? I 90s? have one. I still have one. Perfect. I knew I liked you, but like. So, like, she's got, they've gathered her or her handmaids, whoever made this, like, they've gathered it, and then they've taken two other strands and have wrapped it, much like mm-hmm. corset lacing, around yeah. her ponytail. There's it's corset lacing cool. on, her ponis, on her ponytail. Like, we know what this dress is. Like, we get it. It's, it's for something that Anakin, that can, he can grab onto. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he's got that whole front <laughs> collar bleed. That's leash. true. He's also a, true. He's got a beaded leash she can grab onto. But it's we're gonna see that outfit at NakaCon and all those little weebs are gonna be re- leading around their girlfriends like they do on the leashes. I didn't know if we could bring that up, but like that's oh like this God. is a NakaCon dress <laughs> if I ever saw nope. one. So but like oh, I this. remember when this came out, we were passing around. Um, there was a Star Wars themed ep- or um, issue of Mad Magazine. Oh my gosh! We were passing out at school. Oh yeah, and. I don't remember if it was the cover or if it was like in, but this stupid little mad comic has stuck with me, and it's Padme in this dress or like more or less in this dress, and Anakin, and he's got a condom, and he's like, he, and she's like on the bed, and he's like very seriously putting it on his lightsaber. No, no, and it's like this is, and then like the caption was like more or less, this is why Luke and Leia exist. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> that, oh that no! Comic has stuck with me. <laughs> I mean, no lie. I mean, this is the this is the <laughs> moment where it's like, and this is how I this is how me and your mother sent the galaxy into turmoil. Yeah, and I, okay, and we were looking at this in the library at school, and I remember oh, no. like all of us just kind of like like shifty eyed, looking around, like shit, are we gonna get in trouble for looking at this? Oh, I Jesus. think this school would be would should be happy that you just are like displaying an interest in sex education. Oh, you mean you mean the Catholic private school that I went to? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. they'd be like, babies are bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this is my favorite dress. I love this dress. It I'm gonna is... make this dress. Yes, I can't wait. 
I can't wait for our day when we just have a bunch of Padme dresses again. Are you going to make it with, like, the shawl? Yes, because I have a bunch of feathers already. Okay. Um, from the Maleficent that I made. Oh, that, yeah. That last, mm-hmm. my take, my original take of Maleficent. I have a whole bunch of, and they're the same feathers. So. It's perfect. I'll probably need to get I'm more, crazy. but yeah. It, I mean, it's super easy. It's like, it's literally just, they glued a bunch of feathers around her. Yes. Maybe hand stitch, just because they're like, we need to yeah. charge the, we need to charge Lucasfilm more. So we're going to just like take the time to hand stitch all these feathers. We have to put the interns to work. Exactly. So is they need there something in to do. the book about this or no? No, unfortunately, they just they have they have detailed pictures of it, um, but there's no there's no description, which really annoys me. Um, that is actually surprising. Yeah, that, like no. this is such a pivotal dress, and they don't say anything about it. No, it's just they've got they've got a full length and a close up, and it just says Lake Retreat dining gown with feathered cape. Hmm. Yeah, they don't even call it the fireside dress either. They also call it something else. <laughs> what, what, they Lake, call what do they Lake call it? Lake Retreat Dining Gown. Okay. We all know what this dress is, George. Exactly. On, George. It's the fuck me dress. Just yeah. It's the fuck me. The Lake Retreat fuck me dress. The like Lake someone, fuck me dress. <laughs> someone re-edit this volume because like it's important. It's also important for Jesus lore. Christ. So like just, just be imagine, accurate. Imagine. I I just imagine Alexis Rose. This is the Lake Retreat fuck me fuck dress. dress. Or Moira. I, or I remember. I hope I to Christ, remember. no child listens to this podcast now. <laughs> I mean, it's. This is Look, the most f bombs we've ever dropped in one. I'm so sorry, but like you have oh, yeah, to describe sure. it like this. Like that's the only way that this dress gets described. You have to. Oh, it's so beautiful. It is. I love it. I love well, it. so all right, rating wise, Miss Flair, what do you give it? Oh my gosh. Okay, and again, this is like I'm proposing it like Ian. I think I give it like don't hate me. I think I give it like an eight out of ten. Here, here, why? I think it's beautiful. It also just looks really hard to move in, so I think that affects my score. Um, but also, I think just the scene, like like we said before, it was like incredibly awkward, and there's supposed to be all this like sexual tension, but there's just like tension because it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing with this scene. So like, I yeah. think it, it colors my judgment about this dress. Um, but I think uh, it fits her like it's painted on her body which is always a plus for me. I think that like the accessorizing takes it away from being just kind of like a standard um, like form-fitting gown and like takes it into the realm more of costume, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I do really love the detailing of like that, la- that laser cut lace. It's laser cut, right? I think so. Yeah, that laser cut lace and then the detail of her braid. So I yeah. think it's still a really beautiful costume. I just think like no, I agree. With... Uh, with, without the context, without the styling, if it were just the bodice and even just the gloves and the skirt, it, I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like a red carpet dress. Exactly. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. But I think maybe that is why it's one of my favorites, because it's so wearable. It's like I, I, like, I could see myself owning this and wearing this, and not just to a All con. The time. Just, no. you know, like, if I, for whatever reason, if I had some fancy event to go to, <laughs> if, like just going to CVS, like just you just going to CVS, yeah, just to pick up my 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 you know my rapid COVID test, I'm gonna wear yes. it. Yes, this is the rapid COVID dress. Yeah, like rapid this is COVID it. Dress. Yeah. If oh, I, for sure. 
Oh, okay. So hold on. I was flipping around and I oh, I saw something interesting. Where did it go? Oh, okay. Just this quote. And then the ten, by the way, because I just I love the dress. It's really pretty. It is. I yeah. No. Don't like the shawl with it that much. It's very. It the the capelet shawl thing. It yeah. feels like an afterthought. I yeah. kind of dis- I, I actually like the capelet with it, and the I only reason like is because. It, but it's just oh. weird. It is weird. But I think yeah. it's also like it's also um, kind of reminiscent of like a boa kind of you know it is like, very you know, yeah. sorry. it is very but, kind of deconstructed boa. And then if she like she removes it and she has all that decolletage, so I think that's part of it. Like she's like, oh no, I'm getting so hot by this fire, and then there's boobs. So yeah. I think that's like <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's exactly. part of it. You know, so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do I yeah the capelet does it it could be integrated a little bit more because. All of the all of the coordinating pieces for Padme's outfits felt a little more together, you know. But like overall, I do like it. So here is this um, towards the beginning of the chapter that these dresses are in in the book. Um, there's a there's a page of a bunch of the concept art, and there's this great um, quote I want to read you guys. And this is a I found that with Ian McCaig. I always forget how to say his name. Do you remember? Ian? McCaig, I think. Is it McCaig? Okay. I found that with yeah. Ian McCaig on episode one, it came easy for him to make Padme look like an innocent girl who was not aware how beautiful she, beautiful she was. Whereas when I drew her in episode two, she was much more aware of her beauty and sexuality, which was fortunate because I just couldn't draw her any differently. And mm. all of these concept arts are like super sexual. Like, there are full-on boobs. Like, I see nipples. Yeah. Stop it. There's some interesting concept art. So there's this one that almost looks like it could have been a proto version of the bondage, fireside, dining dress, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is completely see-through. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, they were just teasing us with the leg dress of it being like, oh, a barely there dress. But then she just has boobs out for, like, the fireside. I, you and imagine? I kind of wonder if that was if that's the original um, George Lucas vision. Is Maybe the see-through dress. <sighs> because we because it's his it was his design. That's true. It was his input. Maybe. I and they're like George, we, we need to cover her up. They were like, uh, this was a PG thirteen movie, my friend. I wonder that. Uh, now I wonder. It wasn't even PG thirteen. It was PG. PG like, I almost wondered yeah. if it was PG. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, but imagine if they the were like PG thirteen no. was Revenge of the Sith. Oh, hmm. that makes sense. Isn't that funny? Huh. Yeah, to, but it was. That's interesting. I'll have to send a picture to you guys because it's it's just. Please do. Please, I would love to see it. Every time also, I come across it in this in in the book, I'm like, huh, nipples. <laughs> Well, that's well, that's nice. That's nice. Yes, those are those are nice that's for you. <laughs> I, um, I now I'm just like looking at Padme concept art, and it's like I've, oh, I we love all the also, concept art. We need to do a concept art uh, group one of these days. It would it would Padme it could art. only be something we do to celebration because anywhere else people would be like, I what what, what are you? Yeah. Absolutely, no one would know. It's one of those costumes where three people would know what you are, but worth it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But like, ugh. Just Padme. Good for her. I love her wardrobe. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Chris sent me the picture. Let me see what it looks like. Hang on. Wait, did I get it? 
I'm sending it. I'm sending Those it. Those are full blown titty nipples. Yep. No, it's completely sheer. I'm sending it to the group chat, so this might get out. They're gonna be like, "Why are you sending this?" Titty nipples, as opposed to like what kind of nipples? I guess you could also but say like, like rubber nipples, like for like uh, for what do you call it? For like for baby bottles. Rubber for nipple me, baby huh? bottles. <laughs> rubber nipple Look, baby bottles. Some discerning gentlemen pay a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. And that high slit too, Jesus. Yeah, no, this this dress is. Woo-hoo. Oh my gosh. Can can someone insert this photo into the broadcast? I, that is. I see. I was thinking like maybe we could tweet it out, but I don't think we could tweet this out. It's, it, nude, it's nudity. It, I, don't know. I don't think we can tweet it out. It's also kind of. Um, I get a very like Erte vibe from it, like Art Deco mm-hmm. 1920s, like mm-hmm. nipples, very that. Yeah, I'm not mad at this dress, actually, now that I'm looking at it. I know, I love it. No, I love it. Yeah. It's just, I can't believe that they even considered going there. Could you imagine, though, like, if if they were like, Natalie Portman, we need you to put on this full see-through dress and, like, seduce this boy from a sand planet? Like, what What would you <laughs> do? Anakin's never seen a nipple before. He'll be just oh, he he wouldn't know what to do. No, he's never seen a nipple. No. He, do he, any he, of us really know what to do with nipples? But like you know, I knew what to do with nipples. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's why you get the big. Bu- I'm kidding. <laughs> that's why I get the big. Bu- uh huh. Oh. Where has this podcast gone? <laughs> well, look, you wanted me on here. I actually the lines of this dress are really, really beautiful. If, if like I love the shoulder treatment, yeah, no, it's like very that. pretty. It, yeah, I could, but this is more like, no, no offense to Padme, and I know that she's like owning herself more in the second movie, but I just in her character, I don't know if I could see her wearing that. Particular. I don't think I could oh, either. Oh no, right? I couldn't. No, no. that's just after the first movie when you see her as a child queen. That's true. Yeah, no, that's a And then you go awkward. to see, and you're like, oh. you're like, why are your nipples there? You're 14. Oh, I know you're she not all grown up now. Yeah. Uh, I would. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Just more uh, masturbatory fodder for all those fanboys. I guess. Not. Imagine the Kotobukaya statues for this dress, though. Like, imagine. Stop them. it. Yeah, no, like, really. Like, that's. I feel like those kind of statues would have entered the Star Wars fandom in a Oh, yes. <laughs> and on that note, we're going <laughs> to end things. Oh. Oh boy, howdy! This was this was so fun. Good. Thank you so okay. much, Miss Luna Flair. Thank you so much yes. for having me. Real quick, this was Luna, really fun. where can yes. one they follow you? Two, what stuff do you have coming up? And three, I don't know. Put something in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're interested in following me, I am um, at Miss Ms Luna Flair across all social media. Um, I just post a lot of my like cosplay photos on there and also some work in progress stuff upcoming. Um, I know it's been a really difficult time for people and it's been like really interesting to sort of navigate the world now. Um, I do have a couple shows coming up. I, I have, um, uh, I'm an entertainer at Hamburger Mary's here in Kansas City and um, we have a Disney show coming up. It's part of Candyland. It is on October 25th. Uh, tickets will be on sale soon, and so they're just keep a watch out for that. And then I'm also and they are interested- doing distancing protocols for that too, right? You're they not are doing like- distancing protocols. We're not just like throwing each of the wolves. Um, it's Good. half capacity. Yeah. The tables are all six feet or more apart. 
um, all servers and anyone walking through the restaurant have to be wearing um, face coverings and gloves. And so they're trying to, you know, keep the experience, um, the experience, but also considering the safety of their guests and also of their entertainers. And so, um, Good. but it's, um, it's a really interesting role to figure out. And so like, we're just trying to make the best of it, like eat, drink and be merry, right? So uh, please keep a look out for that. I'll be posting stuff about that soon. And I'm also participating in this wonderful thing uh, thrown on by Pros and Cons Cosplay. Um, it is October 10th and I will send you the full uh, information to post about it if anyone's interested. But it is a, um, it's like a digital convention for, uh, for, um, cosplayers and creators of color um, and we're talking uh, there's a series of panels and it's all talking about um, what it means to be a person of color cosplaying and being part of nerddom in this current era not just COVID but like you know everything yeah. that's happening sure. and um, my particular panel is on October 10th and it's at 4 p.m. and it's discussing um, knowing your worth as a creator and as a creator of color and um, how to navigate sort of um, dealings and like commissions and contracts and things like that. And like- And they picked you, you to know your worth? You hmm. know, Choices. you know, <laughs> I'm not a dollar hooker. <laughs> no, she's worth a buffalo nickel. I'm oh, a buffalo <laughs> nickel. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I am a, a madam from 1918 apparently. Yes. But like, actually, yes, I have wanted to get into historical costuming for a while, but that's another podcast. Um, but um, <laughs> if you're at all interested, I will send you the information uh, to Ian and Chris uh, so that they can post about it and people can find out more about it. But I think it's a really interesting opportunity for people um, to come together and discuss these things um, and to uh, decide how you want to navigate your way through this wonderful world of cosplay that we all have. Um, is there a website going to be? Is it like a Zoom thing? What is it? It's, exactly? a, it's a Zoom thing. I will send you all the information because I don't have it all on the tip of my Okay. So I will send that to you, but if anyone's interested. And I'm very excited to be a part of it. And I really thank you to Pros and Cons for thinking of me. And, That's um, fantastic. That sounds amazing. Isn't that really cool? Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of other things that are happening. That's about it. I'm going to be pro- posting a bunch of process this month because I'm stupid and I'm trying to get two full Disney looks done in like three weeks. So that should be fun. For that me. sounds like a normal time for you. That though. does sound like a normal time for me. Yeah. I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a Rapunzel out and a Yzma. So we'll see how that happens. <laughs> it's a lot happening. <laughs> I know it's a lot. Well, Yzma is going to be a little bit less clothing Yzma. Yeah. That's part of the gag. So and like you've we'll got see. some you've got some new content coming up that we did last night. That's true. I'm so excited. We do have some new content for another Castle Creations. Um, are we allowed to say what it is? Because well, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be up by the time this goes. This podcast oh, goes up. I mean, like, I'm very excited. We did we did some spooky lady content because it is spooky season. Spooky season for because all of us. A, who, we do an annual Halloween shoot, which makes thing. me so happy. I know. I don't know if we told this to Ian, but like, we didn't plan to ever have like an annual Halloween slash fall suit, but shoot, but we've done it like for the we past just, five years. Oh wow. I wonder if it's just because, well, A, like this time when we did the spooky ladies idea, it's just because we are all just itching for a con and wanted to make something. Um, but also it just has become this like amazing tradition that I love. And I'm very excited that we got to do one this year. And um, we're all just like different spooky ladies and all black. And it was the first time, if you look at these photos, when they go out there, it was the first time that we all had matching wigs. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, we've I, never all had the same color hair before. <laughs> never. And it's just so funny to think about because like we've, we've been doing this for a minute. And so just to be like, just to look around and be like, do we all, are we all really, really coordinated at this moment? It was, it was a really fun, it was a really fun time. And also the fact that, you know, we were walking around um, in South Park in Lawrence and like, we're just like dressed like a really fancy coven. Yeah. Uh, and like, I just want to know what people were thinking. We looked great. great. Like I was very excited. So like just a typical I, day in Lawrence. Just typical I guess. day in Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a typical so, you know, just cast yourself. Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chris Jaded. That's Jaded with an E D. And on the Twitter sphere at the Dirt Witch. And I'm on Twitter. Uh at Are you? I R Turner. I am on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, you can find me on Instagram at House of Turner Cosplay. It's H-A-U-S. And also uh, our podcast uh, is on Twitter at Echo Station Cast. Follow us, retweet us, um, give us some love. Maybe in the next few weeks, Chris and I will see if we can set up like a Zoom thing where we play squadrons. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. that would be fun. No, we should do that. Yeah. Fun. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, guys, uh, you know, stay happy, stay healthy, stay aware, uh, register to vote. I don't know. Yes, sure. Vote. Yes, everyone go vote. Everybody go register <laughs> to vote. Because register this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. With thunderous applause. Yes. And then may the force be with you. May the force be with you. And with your spirit. Bye.